Why work from home when your office could be anywhere, actually, not just Yellowstone, anywhere. 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV, guys, for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before find out more at midamericarv.com there it is i was still reacting to your clap when you started reading so that's if people are wondering <laughs> well, on youtube i was like yeah that's a, that a good clap <laughs> thank you I, i'm a good clapper uh i i don't have like the biggest hands you can see on youtube i don't but i kind of have thick hands i'm a loud clapper i think a, my hands are bigger than yours i think they are so well, well, see my hands are massive. <laughs> Just get them closer to the this camera, you cheater. Anyway, you know what? One way, to, <laughs> one way to figure out what's bigger, use Manscaped because you get a clean look hey, at what is bigger. Manscaped.com. Two guys, 20 is the promo code. You save 20% off any item there. Thanks to our friends. And again, big believer in the product. Wearing the t-shirt. Uh, yesterday I wore it. I, I see myself and I know what I have see on my now. my neck? Now it looks longer. Right. Not as longer. Right? That's what Manscaped does. Good it just grief. Gets everything. It's like, how tall is that oh, tree? I don't know. There's a lot of weeds at the base of it. I can't tell how tall that tree is. If you cut the weeds down near the base of the tree, tree looks a lot taller. You guys are if in you quite don't the mood watch today. This opening on YouTube, you're wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh. You too. Off the rails today. I think you're just super excited to see me on Sunday. That woo, you woo. are absolutely right. We do get to see Paige on Sunday. Paige gets to see us on Sunday. The crew gets back together as we caravan to Mobile, Alabama. First, we'll be watching the AFC Championship game together. Two Bills fans, two Chiefs fans. We'll see what happens. It's going to be a good time. But we are stopping in Memphis, which is important to note because the state of Tennessee... Stopping in Memphis. State of Tennessee in a bit of disarray because head coach uh, Jeremy Pruitt fired the athletic director... Uh, will be fired after he hires a new head coach, which is a weird dynamic. And the whole fuck freaking caught myself freaking <laughs> roster, whole freaking roster Isn't is it transferring. Dip? It's the whole roster is transferring, guys. I've we've seen the transfer portal get hot. Paige, have you ever seen anything like this before? Because I no. maybe it's happened and I missed it. This is a mass exodus, and it is not good for whoever takes over at Tennessee because it is going to be rough to bring some of those guys back. And we did find out that. There's a pretty good reason why a bunch of really good players decided to go to Tennessee, and it involves some of our favorite drive-thru food. It does. Bags <laughs> of cash. You know what, Brahms? You get a bag over. of burgers? Yeah. No, no, no. Tennessee was going out bags of cash. Bags That's of cash. That's a happy meal if I've ever heard of one. Ayo, zing. Ayo. It's a value meal. <laughs> I can't believe I that. it's going to be like, interesting to see. You. Sorry, go ahead, Mello. What's going to happen with some of these guys? Because I know right? everybody's like shitting on Tennessee right now, but like these players took money. I wonder when that's going to leak. Like Big Cat Bryant, who just transferred there, Hendon Hooker just transferred there. It's it's a tough look for them. And I'm not accusing these guys. I have no idea what happened there, but it's a tough look to say guys just transfer in or these new recruits. What's going to happen? Who's going to also be suffering some punishment? Well, as someone who's uh, familiar with schools um, being accused of allegedly paying players, um. There are players that have been identified as taking money and nothing has happened in the college basketball scandal. I mean, some of them have decided right, sure. to go play overseas for a year instead of dealing with the, the 
you know, stuff that comes with their name being associated with these kind of things. But um, I think you're just going to see the school be punished. Um, I mean, if they can have, they have real proof about these McDonald's bags full of cash, then obviously there will be something. But I think I, I, I would be surprised if they had like real concrete evidence, because I mean, the FBI was trying to get people on very to little to no evidence of stuff actually happening. So there could be hearsay about this stuff, but actual evidence being able to punish the players. I don't really know. And plus, we all agree on this podcast. They should be paid anyway. Who cares? They do. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely should. I just want to say, like, come on, you can do better than McDonald's. McDonald's no shame. If they want to sponsor this podcast, we'll do it. Yeah. yeah right. Chick-fil-A. That's like, come on. Chick-fil-A Chick- wouldn't agree with Chick-fil-A probably kicked him out and say, hey, right? no, sir. I asked this question on our radio show this week, Paige, mm-hmm. what, and on Twitter, what fast food restaurant would you want your bag of cash to be from? Oh, Chick-fil-A. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay. You're just excited to get back in the South next week. Eat Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I'll eat there for lunch every day. I'm not even joking. It feels different down there. It does. It's better somehow. Although the know. one that we have here in Joplin is probably the best one in the world. Okay. true does win awards uh, i never like when people get fired i don't like that you know so you don't want to talk about another man's job or woman man or woman person larry scott being fired though it feels good it feels good i feel like Paige probably just needs to rant for like five minutes about this so floor is yours yeah lady. no i appreciate that um i actually what's so funny is i stepped away from my phone for about an hour and came back and was like Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, Because I've been asking for this man to lose his job for a while, which I know sounds very, very bad. And in retrospect, I was probably a little harsh. Um, And like Matt said, I don't like anyone losing their job, but I also, he has done so many things wrong and there's so much evidence to back it. I mean, there's things from, you know, allegedly telling refs to tee up um, coaches for money, um, for an extra money for, um, giving himself a raise when the conference is struggling because they decided to have their headquarters in San Francisco and pay like $9 million in rent to have your facility Good there. Lord. The Pac-12 network barely gets any views. Um, that's not that's not because of the people that are making content on that platform. It's because of how he's marketed things. And also the Pac-12 doesn't have a good TV deal. Like that's period. Right. Guys want to go where they're going to be seen. And I know the age old adage is like, if you're good, they'll find you. Yeah, yeah. But it helps recruiting wise to get guys to come back to the Pac-12. So I'm looking forward to seeing who they bring in. Um, somebody I want to see there is Greg Byrne, who um, is the athletic director at Alabama. He was the athletic director at Arizona when I was there. Um, I think he'd be a perfect fit for him, um, us. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm just happy for the players and the schools. Like this is finally someone's actually going to care about what's happening instead of renting a $7,000 a night, a, a, hotel room in vegas like that there's just so many things that were wrong with this guy um so i it's unfortunate but god am i so happy that it finally happened and it took a long long time yeah it definitely did i also think you know mellow we talked about today oliver luck's name is being mentioned and everywhere he's gone he's done a good job i think Paige, you're probably most familiar with him from like the college football playoff committee Mm -hmm. uh when it first started but that's a name, and obviously XFL. his son played at Stanford, so there's a Pac-12 connection there. Um, I don't think people understand how influential that that job is, right? Like, when you're commissioner, it, maybe they do now because of COVID and because of NIL, like, just how important mm-hmm. that job is and how important it is to get it right because, like, people can make fun of the SEC all they want. SEC's making bank. People can make fun of the Big 12 all they want, and maybe Texas is a lot of this, but, like, the Big 12's making money. Especially Texas. Especially Texas. You know, in the Big Ten, 
as well. And I, I hate to talk about another man's job too, but like, yeah, this one was coming yeah. for a while. I thought I saw a report too that he made like $40 million oh yep. since his extension He yeah he in gave 2017. Him, he gave himself a raise. He told everybody, I had this big, big announcement and he was like so excited and everyone was thinking, oh my God, we finally got a TV deal. And he sent out a video of him with like a in this. Las Vegas <laughs> saying, "Oh, I got I'm giving myself a raise. That's what's happening. I'm staying and I get a raise and an extension." That was his big news. So people who worked for Moving him Moving that money from the right hand like to him. the left hand. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'm going to do that on this podcast sometime be like, "Give myself a raise, guys." It'll be an announcement, a whole right. big deal. Right. Exactly. Sorry, Sorry to Paige rant, but thank you for letting me have that moment cuz it is a huge deal for anyone associated with the Pac-12. I hadn't heard about the Alabama AD as a potential landing. I did because Paige tweeted about it. I, I love Greg Byrne. I've wanted him to Paige, take that job for a while. how often do you tweet? What? Should I turn on your notifications? Because I tried it for him one time. And I oh my God, tweet, homie tweets. I tweet less than Matt, but this week I've been a very, like I haven't tweeted that much. I noticed actually the other day. I was Same like, wow, I haven't tweeted tweet less much. than me is maybe not the bar to go at. <sighs> I tweet, especially recently. I've been bored. You've been been heavy on the threads. (laughs) I can't write. You don't even tweet anymore. Everything's a thread. Oh, yeah. I'm putting articles on Twitter. Everything's a thread. That's true. Everything with Matt is a thread. (laughs) I I can't write yet, okay? Talk to your bosses. Let me write. (laughs) I'll stop doing the threads. What do you want? Although today I did post a sneak peek. I didn't write it. It's a sneak peek. It's just, hey, this is what things will look like. So technically, it wasn't an article. Probably going to get a phone call. <laughs> we'll see. Just tiptoeing. Change your number. They right. won't find you. Tiptoeing around the edges. Something else that we thought was going to happen. Larry Scott being fired, obviously. Philip Rivers retiring after an amazing career. Uh, he has said he's going to coach high school football. He's going to get back to uh, the hometown, Decatur, Alabama. And he has a family to take care of. He has a horde to, to take care of. <laughs> One wife, nine children. Which, by the way, a lot of people want to make fun of. Congratulations. I've That's been married impressive. twice. Couldn't get either of them to hang out with me long enough to have a child. Well, I guess I have one child. <laughs> That's where he came from. But like to, to be to, with someone long enough to have nine children is an accomplishment, right? I'm not great at math. That's probably at least 10 years. Like that's a big deal. I so, mean, they were at least happy together nine times. So, right, more than my marriage. <laughs> that's an accomplishment in and of itself. So, congrats! But really, to Philip Rivers on an amazing career. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I know everybody wants to hot take that. I don't feel that that's necessary. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Um, we've had our differences. I think he's an amazing human being, though, and I'm I'm very happy that he gets to do what he wants to do now. You know, it's like we feel like we own these athletes when they've been a part of our lives for so long. And now he gets to just go do what he wants to do. Be a dad. Coach high school football. And that sounds pretty damn great, actually. I loved his announcement, too. It's just like, yeah, I'll just give it to this reporter. It's Here's a little statement. There's no, like, video tribute that he made. He didn't have a press conference. Yeah. I like that. And I respect it because I so many of these guys are like, hey, look at me, guys. Philip Rivers, not. Not that way at all. I'm really going to miss the sound bites, though. I know. I, I, he retired on, like, Monday, and I, everybody was tweeting them. And I already started missing him. Gosh, dumb it. Like, this is not going to be uh, <laughs> um, a guy that uh, goes away. But I think I think we'll see some good content from him on the, the high school coaching uh, sidelines. Like, I think we're going to get yes. some mic'd up versions of that, hopefully. But, yeah, I'm happy for him. And like you said, nine kids, they're all living and breathing. Like, that is an accomplishment in itself. Like, keeping kids going. And, and your and- wife still loves you. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have any nannies? That? That's a lot of kids Write for one. Because he's gone and focused on football. Like, 
you know? Maybe she, she deserves like a week away at a spa by herself. Like she deserves more than a week, Paige. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, summer. Seventeen seasons. Summer of Mrs. Rivers. Yeah, right? right. Is that a Morgan Wallen song? Probably. Probably is. Probably is. Uh Paige, how excited are you about our next little nugget we have to get to? So Devonta Smith is going to the senior bowl. Jim Nagy dropped that nugget. And then he posted a gif at like seven in the morning of Najee Harris jumping over a defender with the tagline jumping into the off season or to draft season, jumping into draft season. I started texting Jim and was like, you sandbagging SOB, you get <laughs> Najee to the Senior Bowl. We're going to lose our minds. Paige, as the official queen of the Najee fan club, how excited are you? I'm so stoked. I uh, woke up to a tweet from Melo that said, I hope Paige is sitting down when she sees this. Um, I did know he was invited and considering it, um, but I wasn't sure um, if he was going to go. So very excited to see him. Um, again, and, uh, I mean, it's, there's just so much talent there. I mean, I like, I mean, this is my first time and I think this is gonna, I'm a little spoiled because this is not usually the the caliber of guys we see, but, um, I guess the positive to having like a shitty CFB season that was really hard to get through is that like these guys now need to showcase their talent more than ever because a lot of them didn't get to show it off during the season. And with the combine being so weird this year, the Senior Bowl is going to be the event of the NFL. So I think it was a really good idea for guys like Najee to kind of get in at the last second here. But I mean, he's going to be able to interview with Miami Dolphins. And I don't know if he's a round one running back, but I think there's a chance now because I do think he's going to excel in the interviews and then just showing off what he can do physically, like pass catching drills down there. It's going to be huge. We know he can run the ball. We've seen all that. And honestly, we know he can catch too. But for him to showcase what he can do, at that level is going to be huge for him and his draft stock. Well, and also we have to remember Travis Etienne won't be there. Uh, yep. Javante Williams won't be there. They're underclassmen. They won't be there. So this opportunity is enormous because he can start to establish himself as the number one running back in this draft. In my opinion, he is, and it's not close, but I know there are other opinions out there. As you mentioned, Melo, he'll be on the, the roster with Miami Dolphins coaching staff all week, not just practices. Yep. They can see how he works, how he interacts with his teammates, the whole deal. And we've seen teams fall in level players this senior bowl before. You said he might not be a round one player. It's okay. The Dolphins pick at 36. Mm-hmm. So even if you think he's a round two player, they need a running back badly. And they're going to have an opportunity to work with him and his teammate, Devontae Smith, Heisman Trophy winner. He's not participating in practices. He's just there to like measure, which is probably the most important thing for him to weigh in. But it'll be with the Dolphins staff again all week. So very smart decisions by a couple of Alabama football players. Yeah. And Mac Jones is going to be there too, working with the Panthers. But like, that's just Jim Nagy working his magic and being like, Dolphins aren't going to draft you, but Panthers might. So go be on this team. And I love it for the players. Yeah. I know I've seen you guys tweet about it, but how is this guy not a GM? Like our guy, Jim Nagy, like how is he? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great Don't response. Know. Don't know. I think he will be very soon. I really do. The The work that he does there. And so this, I'm not just trying to like pop up Nagy, even though he is a good friend of ours. What he has to do as the executive director of the Senior Bowl no scout in the country has to do that. He has to scout players. He has to build rosters. He has to deal with agents. He has to deal with the media. Like that's the job of a GM and he's doing it and he's doing a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. So uh, unfortunately, I think we'll lose him as the as the director of the senior bowl, unfortunately, Hashtag to sad. an NFL job and it will suck. I You know, Phil Savage was who was ran it when I first started going and I loved Phil. We had a great, great friendship. Nagy's just kind of taking things to the next level though. I mean, this is the best roster I've seen since I've been gone, I don't know how many years in a row it is, but even at 
times where I wasn't going to the Senior Bowl, but I was still keeping track of these guys. I've never seen anything like you have a Heisman winner. You have two quarterbacks that are probably going in the first round, the best running back. And then, I mean, some of the defensive players that we're going to get into later and the offensive line is amazing. So hats off to Jim Nagy. I hope he stays forever. Please don't leave, Jim. (laughs) Please don't leave us. I'm ready for all Mello's jokes about how many senior bowls I've been to. I was going to mention it, but I didn't all week. They're gonna oh, they're gonna 12, rename it though. they're gonna rename it the Matt Miller Bowl because get it senior bowl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I thought you just meant because of my contributions. And this would be like your senior season. It would be. God dang it, number twelve, Dad Nabbit, as Phil Rivers would say. <laughs> I am getting old. Uh, not only are uh, Alabama guys going, but the Surratt brothers. Chaz Surratt, linebacker from North Carolina, and Sage Surratt, wide receiver from Wake Forest. Sage actually opted out this year, uh, so it would be great to see him in person. A player who's kind of got forgotten about. I think last year at this time, a lot of folks thought he had round one potential. COVID hits. He decides not to play this year. Um, Being able to see him in person, watching him try to separate against very, very good defensive backs that we'll see in Mobile is going to be very key for him, but... You know, I went on a, you guys were teasing me about my threads. I went on one about wide receivers and the value of that outside of round one. Sage Strat is one of those players I think has exceptional value round two, round three. I mean, think about like Chase Claypool, Michael Pittman, guys like that who went round two and had exceptional rookie years. I think Surratt, while not going quite as early as they did, has some of that same potential. Yeah, and I loved him over the summer watching his tape and him going up and getting the football. That's going to be exciting to see at the Senior Bowl. When you, I, I, didn't, I didn't see what team he's going to be on yet, but... For him to go up and get the football one-on-ones against these corners, it's going to be very exciting. And then his brother, Chaz, showing off that athletic ability. I really like him. Uh, I, I think that he's probably not going to sneak in around one, but like a round two linebacker. I, this is only a second you're playing the position. I'm going to cheat from like quarterback. and pull up my rankings right now so people who are watching on YouTube can see me being distracted. I want to say he's number 37 or uh, 32 on my board. Overall. Well, you're doing that. Something Do I was kind of curious guy? about, because I know you guys talk to me about like, senior bowl for running backs but i'm curious like what position you think benefits the most from being at the senior bowl is it quarterbacks and wide receivers or i would say quarterback and then offensive defensive line are like okay because like wide receivers like you can show up but it's still like oh you're athletic we knew you were Mm -hmm. but offensive line it's like your ability to handle because the one-on-one drills that and you'll see tuesday the one-on-one drills that they do put you in such a difficult position as an offensive lineman you're being asked to do things that, like it's not a game situation you know like yeah. this guy has the jump on me and he's lined up like this I have no help yeah. uh, it's just not realistic and so your ability to stand out there is huge and I also think like historically we've seen offensive linemen really improve their stock this week mm-hmm. same for defensive linemen but with quarterbacks because so much of that job and so much of the scouting of it is mental their ability like them working with those staffs for a week and putting them in NFL situations, being coached by NFL coaches, that can really improve their stock. Yeah, and corners, I think so too. Maybe not like the top end, because like Caleb Farley and Patrick Sertan, they're pretty established, but I every year it seems like you have a late round corner yes. who does improve his Usually stock. Usually a small a school guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love it. Love it. It is. I'm very, very excited. Um, before we do a little bit more of a senior bowl uh, preview, we picked a couple of players on defense we want to talk about. And before we remind you about our senior bowl meetup, uh, we do have conference championship games this weekend. Is it? And I just feel like we need to talk about this because, as I said, 
got a couple Bills fans, a couple Chiefs fans going to be watching the game together Sunday night. That will be enjoyable. But first, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, the Buccaneers against the Packers, the Bay versus the Bay, not Pages Bay, Green and Tampa. Different spelling. It will be cold in Green Bay. And I loved when they asked Tom Brady about it post game after the divisional round. He was like, God. I thought I was done with the cold games. You're not. Yeah. Like he just forgot how to play in the cold after a year. I think he'll be all 19 years in New England or whatever. I think he'll be okay. To be fair, he did say that his blood has thinned out a little bit. So that's why they asked the question. So for everyone criticizing the question. No, I love the question. The question was fine. I just think I love that Tom's like, oh, man, it's going to be so tough. Like, yeah, he's (laughs) going to be fine. He's going to be okay. Put that glove on. You're good to go. We are picking these games, though. I don't even know if we need it. I don't, you want to break it down? You just want to pick it? Whatever you want to do. The Packers are favored by three, which, as you all know, that's the standard home field line. Mello, who do you like in this game? I'm going with the Packers. I've been on the fence with this game all week. Like After seeing the last round of the playoffs, knowing these two are going to play against each other, there are times where I wake up and I'm like, oh, yeah, of course the Bucks are going to win this one. It's Tom Brady. Uh, but what is really going to seal it for me is the Packers running game. I think that's going to be a huge difference maker for them. Uh, the Bucks just haven't really shown that they have it. Is Ronald Jones going to be healthy? Who knows? So uh, it's not like I hate the Bucks. And really, I've said before, I like all four of these quarterbacks. I'm kind of rooting for all four of them. But I think the Packers are just a complete team right now. Momentum building, playing in Lambeau is going to be a huge difference maker. If this game were in Tampa Bay, I might pick Tampa, but it's not. It's at Lambeau Field. That's going to be tough for anybody. I'm taking the Packers. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers as well. I just, one, I shout out to my brother. He's a huge Packers fan. Um, And I don't love rooting for Aaron Rodgers, but uh, this year I've just found a soft spot for him and how he's played in Ben. So, um, God, you guys are the same person. I am taking uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers on this one. That and I just don't like Tom Brady. You're both wrong. Because everyone who knows me knows there's one thing I don't do. Bet against Tom Brady. Bet against Tom Brady. And it won't happen. We were we said it at the same time. It won't happen this week. I, and I You know what? I'm a Tom Brady homer. I'm not afraid to admit it. I do think the way this offense is playing, you mentioned the Packers have peaked. I feel like Tampa has peaked. They're getting everyone oh, yeah. like in a rhythm at the same time. They're finding, you know, they're getting Antonio Brown uh, acclimated into this offense. The defense with Devin White and our guy, uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. in the in the defensive secondary. Like, this is such a good defense. And I, I know, like, it's tired when people say, like, oh, the Packers don't have anyone out of Devon, outside of Devonta Adams. They do. They don't have anyone who's consistent. It's always... Alan Lazard or, you know, or maybe even just like established might be the better right. word. That is a much better word for it. I feel like the Bucks defense can take those guys away. So I'm rolling with Tampa Bay in the NFC championship game. Also, Wait. I, this is the team I picked to go to the Super Bowl before the year. So okay. I'm sticking with that. Did you guys so see the I video of Bronx too. saying they were going to the AFC championship? <laughs> it was uh, like, like, we're going to the AFC. He's like, we're not in the AFC, we're in the NFC. It was so funny. How does that man pass? A concussion test. I don't know. But I love him. Like, Obviously, he's on a, he's on a wildcat. Love him. You know what? We all oh, mess up. It's fine. You two disagree. That's big time. I don't like Grunk. At all? I don't. I actually think he's overrated. Uh, no, actually, I, I like him off the field, but I think that he gets overrated on the field because who he is off of the field. This is my Nirvana and Johnny Cash take. Like People love him so much because he is. He's hilarious and he's charismatic. And uh, and they tend to overrate what he did on the football field because of that. I don't think it's overrating what Which he did comes on the off football. as hate, but it's not. 
I don't think he it's overrating what he did on the football field. I think it's frustrating when he's been hurt a lot and so like he's not maybe as consistent, but when he does play, he is amazing. So I think that part is where maybe you are, you know, getting your little bias from there. Um that and I just <laughs> Do you think he's the best tight end ever play? No. Like do you have like a Okay, so a lot of people Good. do and I don't think that. Like there are some really Are they good from tight Boston? Because of course they do. <laughs> Probably. But I mean I just I don't think that he is. I, I love the guy. He like I said, he's hilarious. I love the way that he played. He's a great player, Hall of Famer. I don't think he's anywhere near the discussion even of best tight end of all time. Yeah, no, it's George Kittle. Gonna it's George Kittle, on you're right. For that and I don't care. It's George Kittle. It's who? George Kittle, you're right. Uh-huh. This is why we're friends. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Bills at Chiefs. The Chiefs favored by three. Again, similar line. It's the home field bump. And here's the deal, guys. I am surrounded by Chiefs fans. And I know this was a topic of conversation last week. Some people I felt like maybe maybe I misspoke. Maybe people misheard. I am not a Chiefs fan. When I tailgate with my friends who are Chiefs fans, I do root for Kansas City. Unless they're playing my San Francisco 49ers. Like in the Super Bowl when I was heartbroken Miami. So I just want to establish. I'm not a Chiefs fan. I'm surrounded by them, so I do enjoy the culture of a Chiefs game. I like barbecue and beer. Shoot me, okay? Boulevard, right there. Kansas City beer. Big fan of it. But I'm not a Chiefs fan. I'm an objective analyst. I'm a journalist. I can separate my biases and pick a game based on what I think will happen, not by my emotion. I've been ragging on Jimmy Garoppolo for a full year now, so I don't think me being a fan has anything to do with how I pick. That said... I think Buffalo wins this weekend. And this isn't me trying to like poke Chiefs fans because I live in Missouri, I'm not trying to rile Mello up necessarily. I don't get riled up. And here's the thing like, I, Mahomes is practicing. He's going to clear concussion protocol. I'm not worried about that at all. I'm worried about that foot because the Buffalo defense is fast, they're aggressive, and they blitz and they use their DBs to blitz so much. We've seen teams have some success with Mahomes when they're able to do that. I think the foot is going to hold him back a lot more than anything else. I think it's a very, very close game, but I am going to take Buffalo to win this week. And I, I think you're crazy for that. But <laughs> I like the Buffalo Bills, too. I And I do think it's going to be a really close game. And I hate fans that are like, oh, absolutely no way Buffalo wins this game. Yeah, there is. It's the AFC Championship. This isn't, you know, two bad teams playing against each other. Any given Sunday, you get a chance to win this football game. I am taking the Kansas City Chiefs, though. I'm just not going to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Like you said with Tom Brady, not going to do it. That's the way I feel with Mahomes. And the last time I did, I was going to say he called me out on it. So, <laughs> nope, not going to do that. Not I'm not going to be bulletin board material for the Kansas City Chiefs anymore. They might not let me back in Arrowhead. So, I'm taking the Chiefs with my heart and my head. I do think they win. I think this is the best team in football and they're probably going to win another Super Bowl. It's just going to be a tough road. If Pat's healthy, I, it's different. Obviously, that foot is very I, I concerning. See. I don't care about the neck or head. I don't care about it because I, I, I just don't think it's an issue. Right. I know That's you mean. Fun. I just like to mess with you. Um, what did you say that got you called out by him? I picked the Ravens to win over the Chiefs. Oh, okay. Not a good call. Um, I'm right? I'm obviously Early going with the, the Bills. I um I committed to being part of Bills Mafia for the playoffs. Even if, like, logic aside, like, I'm always going to go with my heart and what I what I uh, started with. So we're going to go with the Bills on that front. And I'm also just really excited to be around Chiefs fans because, too, like, 
it's gonna annoy them. I I feel like it's gonna annoy Mellow and Big Country that I'm a bandwagon fan and I am gonna be so I'm obnoxious. I'm a bandwagon fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not gonna annoy Mellow. I'm not the one you have to worry about. Okay. Just bring your George Kittle takes with your Bills fandom, <laughs> and it's gonna be a great night. I'm ready. Can't I'm wait. fully prepared to annoy everyone. Old Red Kingdom is gonna be ready to go. <laughs> I really, I even Matt said like, oh, I'm not trying to rile up. I don't get riled up. I'm not like, I don't want to. I'm not as invested with the Kansas City Chiefs. People might think that I am. If it were the Royals or the Texas Longhorns, <laughs> different. The Chiefs. I've been here for about three years now. Right. That's. I was telling Mello. I uh, went to went to lunch the other day, and the server was talking to my girlfriend because she was wearing a Chiefs shirt. He was talking about, oh, you know, think we can beat the Bills and all this, and. And he kind of looked at me and I was like, yeah, I'm a Niners fan. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, why? I've seen four Super Bowls. You don't have to apologize to me. I'm good. Four Super Bowl wins. I've seen six. You can comb your beard, buddy. I'm good. Give me another beer. <laughs> so that's what, around here. Chiefs. Oh, you're a Niners fan. I'm so sorry. Like, why? You, you have one. We have five. I'm good. I'm set. Your quarterback's a hell of a lot better than ours. I'll trade you right now. We might have Sean Watson. Soon, I was, in like five years, we might have to revisit that discussion, though. Yeah. Right? We'll see. Uh, the, the ring totals? You mean? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Not the better quarterback talk. The ring totals talk. The Senior Bowl is coming up, though, and we will be having our uh, meetups, two nights of meetups. Um, at previous stops, we would go and record our podcast at these meetups. I don't know about you guys. I can't imagine anyone wants to stand and watch me talking to a microphone for an hour. You can get on our YouTube page and do that. It's not a good experience for you or us. We kind of feel like zoo animals, right? So yeah, we're going to just time. not do that part of it. We're going to do the meetup. We're going to hang out. Here's the the bullet, you know, the asterisk, the fine print, the italics. If you don't feel well, don't come. Uh, if you have been around somebody who has COVID, don't come. Uh, we're going to separate as much as we can. We're going to wear a mask. We're going to be smart. We're socially distanced, but we are going to have a good time. We have a ton of stuff to give away, courtesy of Boulevard Brewing Company, including uh, Boulevard Wheat and Tank 7, which I don't even know if you can get in Mobile. But and we're koozies, and koozies, stickers, a, a backpack. I don't even. There's a list there's of a things. backpack? That yeah, one I might not I make might it. keep it. Um, I might yep. keep that one. That one might stay. But uh, don't be a close talker either if you are going. I hate those people. A close talker? Close, pe yeah, people that get up on you. Oh, like TV? Like on TV? <laughs> you ever notice how closely people talk on TV? I do now because of COVID where we all kind of stay away from each other. But people on TV who are like... <laughs> yeah. It's like, why? There are a couple people at past meetups who have been close talkers. And then I try to back up and they keep moving forward. That's like... It's one of the things that gets me. I just want to kiss you. Paige has net... Paige went to like our smallest meetup. So I don't even think Paige understands what she's walking into. Especially in Alabama. They're going to love you. Oh, great. Thanks for putting that out there. <laughs> yep. Okay, let's talk about the defense, though, because Paige will be on hers all week long, <laughs> and we have some rosters to talk about. We each picked one player from each of the position groups that we are excited to see. I'll start us off with the defensive lineman, Marvin Wilson from Florida State, a player who opted out this past year, but uh, when he after his junior year, oh, excuse me, did not opt out. Let's talk about opting out. Decided not to. He started, decided coming back. Snip, snap, yep, snip, yep. snap. Then he was back. 
Um, there was some controversy surrounding him and the coaching staff, though, after they were hired and brought down. Uh, Mike Norville maybe promised some meetings. Meetings didn't happen. Uh, he did play this year, only had one sack, though, in six games. Last year, though, had five sacks and really kind of was building some momentum toward being a, maybe a higher caliber pick. I think this is where Marvin Wilson can really start his uh, climb back up the draft mountain, if you want to call it that, because I do think he's a good player. It's just a matter of getting back out there and showing that he, this past year wasn't really who he is. And we see people do it at the senior role all the time. Last year, it was uh, was Marlon Davidson from yep. Auburn. Out. It's like, yep. oh, my God, yep. this guy can actually play. And then sprained his ankle in air quotes. Uh, I do think Marvin Wilson is going to be a guy like that. I'm going with the Coastal Carolina defensive lineman, Taron Jackson. I like this guy. Um, obviously, Coastal Carolina didn't get a lot of exposure, but I want to see where he's used. He's kind of undersized, kind of a tweener. Uh, so he's a guy that I'm looking forward to seeing where he plays, what he can do, how athletic he is, how strong he is. Going to get your chance on one-on-ones at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. I'm going with another small school guy, um, Ellerson Smith from Northern Iowa. And I was shocked to see him on here, but I also was like, what does Jim no know that we is. don't know? Um, but he didn't even get to play this year because they were forced to to be um, not have a season. I guess they're having a spring season. But I'm kind of curious to see what he's all about. And, you know, he obviously got an invite here for a reason, but I I haven't watched him play that much. So I'm looking forward to see him. You have watched him play more than I have then, because I have no idea. <laughs> no, I, a lot of times when That's small school guys get invited, I don't watch them, because I, I just want to see them in person. Well, and then it's I'll go so back hard to tape. find tape on those guys, too. And like people ask me all the time, like, hey, do you have any tape on this person? Answer is no. I'm in the same boat that you guys are. It's just tough to find these sometimes. No comment. <laughs> Pass rushers. Uh, the, on the edge, uh, player I'm excited to see, Wyatt Hubert. Um, you mentioned a tweener for your guy, Taron Jackson. Hubert's going to be someone, I think there's going to be talk about him maybe playing five technique, maybe playing six technique, 6'3", 270. Coming out of K-State, had eight and a half sacks this past year. He's also got some fantastic lettuce. My man's got a flow going. <laughs> so very excited for that. And also, I, I like these defensive ends who have the power to really stack up in the run game. I think he, um, again, coming out of the Big 12, he only played five games this year. It wasn't a ton of tape, but he was super, super impressive, especially against Texas, uh, Oklahoma State were two big games for him. So let's see if he can continue that. But I think he's a name that people will be talking about a lot that week. Yep. And I'm going to go with the Miami guy, uh, Quincy Roche. Had a great career at Temple, then did the grad transfer thing. Had four and a half sacks, but like 14 and a half tackles for loss. He's a bit undersized too, about He's listed right now. I, I have it at 245. I don't believe that. Well, no Tuesday. I, I think he's more of like a 6'3", 235 kind of guy. And again, I just want to see what he does. I don't know that he can put his hand in the dirt in the NFL and play at that size. So he might have to do uh, more reps at linebacker or a stand-up edge rusher. But he's a guy who has a lot of potential that uh, didn't have a great season but could be a high draft pick still. Yeah, I also picked him as well. Um, but I just wanted to say how riled up Matt just got with like the stats and the numbers and then just the hair, everything. He just is so excited and it makes me so excited to just experience this with him because I could tell he's just can't like we talked about the threads earlier, but I think he literally just cannot wait for this week and is you can, you can tell you're beaming. You're glowing. As they say, he's giddy. 
I am. I love Mobile. It's like December 21st for him. Like he knows it's coming. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan. Big fan of the Senior Bowl. Okay, linebacker. And here's another one. I'm super excited for this player. Jabril Cox. I think he's a first rounder all day. He was at North Dakota State, dominated that level, grad transferred to LSU, which turns out to have been a good decision. But then they got to play five games this year and they weren't that good. And so I, I do think that that affected uh, the perception of him a little bit, not five games. They won five games. They played 10 games. Excuse me. Um, I do think it affected the perception of him, but this dude's an athlete. Like I, I expect him to run very well. And in the NFL right now, what do we all want? Coverage linebackers. This guy had nine interceptions in college, nine. And he's not one of those little six, one, two, 10 linebackers. He's six, four, two, 30 drives a Mack truck. There's a good quote for you. So Jabril Cox linebackers can't always really help their stock in mobile. This guy will guaranteed. And I think him dropping in pass coverage will be huge because, like you said, with the interceptions, that's something he can do. A lot of seven-on-seven seven stuff going down into senior bowl that I want to see. Uh, I'm going to go with the Pac-12 and a guy who might even be an edge rusher. Uh, Hamilcar Rashid is a guy who I've been watching all like for the last year, honestly. I, what he did his junior year was amazing. I want to see where they use him, what he can drop and do. These smaller edge rushers, these guys that are like 6'4", 245, it sounds great and it sounds huge, but the NFL, you really got to hit 255 before you can be a pass rusher. But he's a guy who didn't get to play a lot in the Pac-12 this year that I really want to see. I want to see if the hype was there or if this is just a guy who was uber productive or are you an NFL player? Love that. Uh, shout out to Pac-12 guys. Um, I'm going with KJ Britt out of Auburn because um, he was coming off a huge 2019 season and then this year he got hurt pretty early on and didn't wasn't able to come back so I'm kind of excited to see him just in that atmosphere up against good players um again um but yeah because he missed out on a lot of the season kind of looking forward to seeing him yeah definitely all right DBs and the senior was a little different this year they don't have it broken down between corners and safeties just defensive backs once the game happens, you know, they'll obviously be separated a little bit. But I'm going to go with a small school guy who only played one game this year at Central Arkansas, Robert Rochelle. Uh, Bruce Feldman from The Athletic and Fox Sports does a great job with the freaks list. This dude's on it because he ran a 4.38, but he also broad jumps 11.8, a 41-inch vert, a sub-four short shuttle. That shit's crazy. And he had five interceptions before this year. So Robert Rochelle at 6'1", 200 pounds. This is not a little mighty mouse corner. This is a grown-ass man. And this is your opportunity. We were talking about earlier. There's always a small school corner who pops off. I think Rochelle has a chance to move. I have him as a fourth rounder right now. This is not the best corner class. I think he could really rise up when he proves he can do that against better competition. And I think we could see a lot of those guys at that position be a fourth rounder right now and then walk away at the senior bowl is around two, maybe back into round one. A lot of people need corners and there's just not a lot in this class. I'm going to go with a hybrid safety linebacker, Jacoby Stevens. See what he can do. Guy out of LSU mm -hmm. loves to hit. He's like 6'2", 230 and played safety. I think he could maybe even be that Jamal Adams uh, kind of joker role where he plays a little bit of linebacker, move him around a bit, but he's a guy who's going to hit. You're going to hear him at the Senior Bowl probably before you see him. I love his style of play. One of, just very excited to watch and him. A little nugget on him. LSU asked him to play linebacker, and he wouldn't do it. He's going to have to in the NFL. Yeah. Right. I think he at least at the Senior Bowl, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I went with James Wiggins from Cincinnati. First of all, that defense just good. And also, when I was doing research Salty. on this, every single person that's coming from Cincinnati, his name's James. Hudson and Wiggins, <laughs> right? Is that the only two? Nugget? No, there's one more. James there's Hudson three. And... Oh, who is it? Now it's gonna drive me crazy. But I was like, I was looking at him like, 
They're all James. That's the only two I got. Damn it. Okay. I got my list has to get better. That's our defensive list though. Senior Bowl 2021. We will have a podcast for you, our normal schedule next week. So you'll get a Monday morning drop, uh, talking some conference championship games. You'll get your Friday morning drop, kind of recapping the week. And then a Monday morning drop again with just our thoughts from the whole week. Um, also our YouTube channel, two guys growing a pod. We're going to have a lot of content there for you guys. Uh, the Twitter and Instagram as well. It's all just two guys, a girl, a pod. Uh, and also click on our bio. You get a sweet little link that will take you to all those different platforms where you can get all of our content for the week because I'm currently in between jobs. So we're just going to have some fun on social media. I think we're going to make some job announcements for me next week too, by the way. Cool. So that'll be fun. Remember when earlier in the show, he was like, oh, well, I'm going to do a thing where I say I'm going to make an announcement. Here we are again. He has something. I'm not just giving myself a raise. Okay. okay? Not just that. <laughs> Someone not else will give Scott. you a raise. Okay, Larry yeah. Scott. <laughs> right, yeah. Giving you guys a raise. Uh, Mellow, random ranking time. time. Random raise? ranking time. You got this. That's hard for me to say. Random ranking time. Thank you. Go for it. That's what I said. I love these every week, and this is going to be a staple now, if you guys didn't know that. Uh, but random ranking this week is going to be sporting events. I have something you are dying to get to. Something that you love to watch because it's a tradition. Uh, Paige, you want to start us off with your top one? Yes. My top one's the Super Bowl. I want to go. Um, I've never been to a Super Bowl before. Um, I know you guys both have. Um, I would obviously like the Niners to be there when I go, but um, I just think it it's Good probably luck. one of the largest um, sporting events there is um, in terms of the United States. So I think it'd be a cool thing to go to. So I actually didn't do this on sporting events to go to. I didn't like my favorite yeah, sporting fine. events to watch, which I know it doesn't have to be the same. Paige, I will say this. I've been to two Niners Super Bowls. They've lost both. So if you go, don't um, go with yeah, me. Yeah, I'm not. You're not invited. Lose. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. So I went with just my favorite sporting events of the year. Uh, obviously, number one is the NFL draft. Uh, even before the internet, uh, Mello and I would make the NFL draft a weekend. Like it was an event for us. I mean, back when we were like, God, I want to say I was like 12 years old, probably when it started of, hey, like this weekend in April, we can't do anything because we have to sit and watch ESPN for 20 hours. And our parents would be like, what is happening here? And it just became an obsession for us. And I'll never forget the first time I got credentialed to the NFL draft and I walked into Radio City Music Hall and like almost broke down crying because like that was the coolest thing for me to have followed that event forever and like dreamed about working in this field and then to be on like in that arena was pretty cool, but it's still something where I haven't watched the draft. People always think that's funny. I have not watched the NFL draft since 2011 because I'm always on a desk covering it. I might actually get to watch the draft this year and I'm kind of excited for that. Uh, me too. I, I'm going to get to, <laughs> it's going to be me and big country on a couch. Kind of like we did last year because bleacher report didn't have me on. I'm not even bothered by it at all. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> My top sporting event, though, and I, I wanted to be different than you guys. I didn't want to go all football heavy. Uh, I love March Madness and that opening weekend. I don't watch a ton of college basketball, but that weekend of seeing the upsets and for the past couple, not last year because we didn't have it, but past couple, we've been in Nashville for it. And so being in a bar in Nashville, hammered ass drunk, watching... Virginia get upset by a 16 seed was one of the best nights of my life. Just 
strangers at the bar buying you beer man i miss being able to do that that's for sure taking shots with people not even like caring it's nothing against virginia but to just watch that moment and to have it all weekend to like get that experience and then wake up the next day and do it all over again yeah i i left that one off my list and as you guys know march madness is one of my favorite events ever and i normally would put it on there um, I've had to work it for the last five, six years. So um, that's sort of a different animal when you have to work during it and can't sort of enjoy those moments. I remember so that exact left. moment. I worked on the alerts team during that. And um, I, it, I have so many emotions attached to March Madness. Like some of those biggest moments, I am so grateful for like the people that I got to work in an office with, especially since we don't know, um, and see those things and react to those things. And Um, it's probably one of the coolest events, um, in terms of like when you work at BR, like in San Francisco, they were all on one floor basically. And it's just like pure madness of people screaming and yelling all day long. Um, and it's so fun. Um, and it's one of the best (laughs) events there is, but I honestly, I cannot wait for it this year specifically just because we, we didn't have it last year, but man, is it a stressful event to work because there is so much chaos. My first year teaching. I, I couldn't watch any of the March Madness stuff, um, but I knew the games were going on and I knew KU was playing and I knew the teacher that I like was across the hall from me was a huge KU fan and they got upset or they were losing and I just hear my door swing open and she's like, can you watch my class for just a second? And she was <laughs> so pissed because she was watching the KU game while her students were like reading or something. And I was like, what is going on? And then she told me, I was like, hey, uh, drop a link like how are you watching these games (laughs) Games, right now and then i would turn it into like a lesson we would watch it in class and even one time the principal came in i was like no we're doing like math problems based off what's happening our our students have brackets that they're tracking and data some of that was true some of it wasn't but we would watch games in the classroom and i'm really looking forward to being able to do it again this year not in the classroom just in the office don't need to we have a we have a bar in the other room we're just gonna Mm -hmm. Watch, watch basketball. Uh, number two for me is the Super Bowl. Uh, I've been really fortunate to go to quite a few of those. I think I started uh, 2013. Yeah, Niners Ravens uh, until last year. Um, it'll be I'm really excited to not have to go because it is like page seven March Madness. It's so much work. The week of the Super Bowl is just it's like it drains the life out of you. It should be fun and exciting, but it's not because you're so busy and you're needed to do so many different things. And it's just it, it's the job and I'm not complaining about it, but it is a lot. So I'm very excited that this year I get to just stay home. Like my son is really becoming a huge football fan. Like I get to have a Super Bowl party with my seven-year-old and like, I'm very, very excited for that aspect of it. So the Super Bowl is like my earliest memory of football is watching Super Bowl 24, Jerry Rice, just smoking the Denver Broncos. So I think that that game's always going to have like a pretty big, you know, piece of my football heart. Yeah. Uh, I think so too. Obviously, like the Super Bowl is the top event every year. Everybody watches it, even if you're not a sports fan or a football fan, you watch it. Uh, my next one, though, I'm going with the Kentucky Derby because it's something oh, a local friend a of ours one. has been talking about a lot. And just being able to go be in the infield. I'm not talking like fancy, bougie, big hat, oh. mint julep 
Kentucky Derby. I'm talking about like raunchy, muddy on in the infield. Like trashy. That's my kind of party. And I'm sure Paige agrees. Yeah. Um, I'm going for the bougie, big hat, uh, mint julep type of party if I'm going to the Derby. We will but see each your other after. <laughs> I now know why Mello wanted to do this because his lists are very good at doing this. Um, I wish I would have picked that now. That's such a good call. I want to go to the Kentucky Derby real bad. Um, and I feel like Kentucky bourbon, it'd be a lot of fun. Um, right. I picked the Summer Olympics. I love Nerd. the Olympics. <clears throat> exactly. I'm such a dork. I watch <laughs> all the swimming, all of the gymnastics. I I would love to go to an Olympics too, um, just because I think it'd be really cool to experience that. Um, and also, it's like the one time that we're all rooting for the same team. You know what? True. That part I can agree with because this country is so divided that. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised we don't have a red and a blue Olympic team at this point. <laughs> okay, I take back my nerd comment. Don't suggest that, please. That. Now someone's going to come up with that. <laughs> right? We have a South and a North American Olympic team. I'm just going to say the South would whip the North's ass if, if they did it that way. Okay? Just, it would be good. Uh, skiing, the North has it. The South. Everything else, they got you. Uh, my last one, Major League Baseball opening day. And I know like it's become kind of staggered, but uh, opening day, I get... Mello and I've already been talking about it. I'm already so excited for baseball season. April 1st, I believe, uh, is the opener at Kauffman. Please, God, let us all be vaccinated by then so I can actually go and sit in that outfield and drink a beer and eat some cheesy corn brisket nachos out of a fucking batting helmet and just watch baseball. Uh, I don't like to really watch baseball at home that much. I will if I have to, but... Being in Kauffman Stadium for a baseball game is one of my favorite things in the world, and I really want to be able to do that. So count down the days till opening day. Same for me. Paige, we got to get you to Kauffman yeah. for an A's game or something, or maybe let you watch a good team. I don't, I don't know, know that know, you but... guys want to take me for an A's game, um, just to avoid any sort of conflict. <laughs> um, I Yeah, I tend to not... I mean, you baseball... are the one that gets riled up, right? yeah. not me. Right. Well, it's baseball you. games are like you... There's a lot of yelling. Like everybody's always yelling. Like there's, it's less than like any talk. other sporting event. Like you yell things out, and I just tend to be like a little passive aggressive, and will yell things for everyone here. That's super passive aggressive about their team, even if I'm in their stadium. So it is what it is. Deal with it. So maybe we don't do that. You talked me out of it. Uh, my last one though, I'm going with the NBA Finals. I do love the NBA and watching the finals and. It usually takes you like a week, week and a half to get through it. But uh, even like the legacy of guys like LeBron and Steph Curry playing in the finals, I feel like there's so much to it. Kind of like uh, the Super Bowl. Like we're counting how many times these guys get a finals MVP and everything like that. So the NBA finals in the summer, getting together, having some beers, watching that is top notch for me. Yeah, I enjoy NBA. I enjoy for that. LeBron to lose. You would. That's why. The, that's why I love the finals because I become a villain. I just re root against LeBron every year. I think I have, but I don't know. But I'm not a LeBron. The hater. finals are good right. when LeBron and Steph are in them. They don't obviously this year. They can't both be in it. But I, right. I, I love watching. I my I almost put NBA Finals when Steph is playing because I mean just watching him is amazing. I know everyone wants to talk about LeBron, but. Um, I enjoyed that. My last one is the Waste Management Phoenix Open. And so I did this list based on places you like to go, sporting events you want to go to. I've had the pleasure of going to this event many times, and it's known as like the rowdiest of golf tournaments. And it is so much fun if you like golf, if even if you don't like golf, if you like drinking 
and hanging out in beautiful weather um, in February in Arizona. It's always Super Bowl weekend, though. Um, that is the place to be. It is super fun, and um, I recommend it to anybody who um, is a golf fan or just really wants to take a trip to Scottsdale. You want to know what's some bullshit? Kentucky Derby is always NFL Draft Weekend, and Waste Management Phoenix Open is Super Bowl weekend. Yep, always. Like, why? Super. Can we not like just get together as a sports collective and look at a fucking calendar? And, like, spread this out a little bit. <laughs> make the Derby the week after the draft when I could actually go. That'd be great. Not complaining. I, I've never done a golf tournament, so that's something that You've I should. You've never put on been my to list. a golf tournament. I've never, never. We don't have any around here. Yeah. You don't really do golf tournaments in Joplin, Missouri. <laughs> that that's fair. There's a lot here in California, but we got to get you guys out to one. Definitely do, uh, Mello. It's time for just the tip, answering some questions, helping some people out. This first one, I love it. It's about March Madness, and we got news this week of what the schedule is going to look like. Uh, it says, "What's the play for March Madness this year?" Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. So we have a guy who used to be had a guy let me get my tenses right uh he used to be on this podcast with us way back in the day he's dead now and he said every year he was going to get a vasectomy mm. the week of march madness so yeah. that he would be forced to sit on his couch for a week wife That's couldn't it. complain kids couldn't get him to do mm. anything guys if you're thinking about it it's still the move it's still <laughs> the move right Just- it's the most popular time of year to do it and it makes a lot of sense or maybe if you don't want to go that far maybe you still just like take the day off work I was talking about the teacher that I worked with uh, for spring break. They always bring in like multiple TVs to their living room. She loves college basketball, but multiple TVs to the living room and like a projector. They have all the games going on at one time, but you're not at like a nasty wing place having to do that with all those weird people. So like getting together in a house and I, you might have to do it this year, getting together with some friends, social distancing and all that, that might be the play as a I mean, going to a bar probably not great for 2021. Yeah, and if if you're struggling to get people to be on board with you watching basketball all day long, start a bracket challenge with those people because everybody mm. loves to win something, whether they like the sport yep. or not. And it's so and like you don't really need to know anything about college basketball. It's almost better if you know less. It's sort of like fantasy football sometimes, like or not fantasy football, like the <laughs> pickums. Sometimes it's better when you don't yeah. overanalyze mm. these type of things. And um people ask me every year to do brackets for them and I'm like no, because I got to tell you, I will think about it way too much and it's not going to be good. So that's me in fantasy football. Yeah. I overthink it. Exactly. I'm still pretty good at it, but like definitely overthink Humble it. Humble brag. But yeah, so if that's the, if that's the case and you need to, to get people on board, definitely start a bracket challenge. My basement will be a good spot for the mm-hmm. uh, March Madness. Yeah. So. I used to, and I used to have students beat me in their bracket and they'd love it because I would actually watch some basketball and they would just be like, what is this team's color? I'm picking that team, and they would win. Just pick a 12 over a 5, kid. Yep. Got to do matters. at least one of those upsets. Paige, next one's for you, specifically. All right. Uh, Paige said she was watching The Office uh, for the first time, and we need to know her thoughts and which episode she is on. Okay. So how this all came about is my good friend and coworker, Wes. He, um, I was trying to get a group of guys to watch the show Bridgerton on Netflix, and if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Hold on. You've seen it. All right, cool. Um, it's fantastic. And Wes said the only way that he would watch it is if I watched the equal number of hours in Office episodes. So I agreed to it. Um, I'm only a couple in. I'm only on the season two ones that he suggested. Um, so far, the Office Olympics has been my favorite episode because Michael Scott is not there when they're doing stuff. And I like when he's like gone and the office is left to be on its own 
So that is my office take. Um, it's taking me a while. I still don't think it's that funny, um, but that that's where we're at. What? I don't know. I don't know. You watched all of season one? No, he gave me like select. He gave oh, me the okay. best episodes. Okay. He and trust me, he is what, a. Power ranking? I kind of want to see that list. I will <laughs> send you guys a list, and you can tell me other ones. He gave me ones I that were mandatory and ones that I could watch extra if I wanted. So it's a very serious great list. Thing about people who work at Bleacher Report, they're so organized about shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm sure you shared tears. a spread link you know, with you that you have. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, here's a text, whatever. Uh, by the way, Bridgerton was like, it got a little a little dull, but it was good. We watched it. I mean, my girlfriend and I watched it, and it was like, we looked forward to watching it. So there's that. What is it about? It's like Victorian era uh, London and like young ladies being introduced to society and like, you know, it's, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's, so it's a period so piece, exciting. but it's like very, it's not satirical Raunchy. where like, you know, they're making fun of it, but it's, it's good. It like, it's not your normal, like cheesy show. There's like window. humor <laughs> and it's I a little, not. it gets yeah. a little raunchy too. Yeah, it does. A little raunchy. It's That's like, my style. it's like, it's, um, Victorian era. Meets Gossip Girl meets Fifty Shades of Grey. Put it. Oh, it's one. so Gossip Girl. Yeah. It's wait meets Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably check it out then. <laughs> check what it for a little, bit. <laughs> it a little bit. See what it, see yeah. what's going on there. Yeah, Skips like episode four. If that's what you're in it for. Yep. Right? Uh, next one kind of goes along with what we're watching here. Uh, it says my girlfriend hasn't seen any of my favorite movies and refuses to watch them. How do I get her to watch The Dark Knight or Avengers? Can I just real quick? Can I ask something? Sure. Why does she need to? So they, you just said you watched something with your girlfriend. I wanted to watch it too. Everybody was talking about it, but it wasn't yeah. like, like, I think people should like, they, they don't have to share your interest. It's like, I think it's more about sharing time than interest. Oh, well time. Yeah. But he's already seen these movies. Watch something new. I don't know. I know, but those are two really good it. movies. Like I love the dark Knight and Avengers, so I can't help. I you. love the dark Knight. Don't care about the Avengers. My thing was the word uh, refuses to. That's what I keyed in on. Like oh. she's refusing to watch is this your like favorite a, movies? Okay, but here's the thing. Like, so I did the um twenty-two Marvel movie marathon with my brother during quarantine and we watched them in like chronological order. Um and there's so much information out there about Avengers, and so people really nerd out hard on this stuff. So I'm wondering if this is like a very significant interest to him that he like wishes she would just watch and say that she's watched it and maybe he can have a conversation about it because there is a lot of stuff that you could discuss and get excited about especially because like with avengers there's a ton of spinoffs that are now on disney plus based on that so she's committing to watch 22 movies basically no i mean no 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 they're all really good to be honest with you but um i would he's just asking for the one avengers movie maybe all of the avengers movies but still i i i think if it's an interest of yours just make it clear long they're good movies. I, I would. I'm not an Avengers fan. I feel like I watched the first one and then I like missed some of the other spinoffs about the characters. So I'm not into that one. But the Dark Knight and that trilogy, like that's just like, you can do that in like a week. And it's just those are good movies. I but, mean, I'm with like yes. If you're with somebody, they shouldn't refuse to do something that matters to you. But like that, my thing is like they don't have to like it. Yeah, right. but also like, should it matter to you that much? It's just a movie, you know. 
<laughs> so I definitely think that like it's just a movie. It's not like they refuse to meet your parents or like yeah. they refuse to like brush their teeth. Like, okay, that's some shit we got to talk about. You know, like you disagree on if you should have children or not. Like, oh, those are big deals. She won't watch the eighth Avenger movie. Like, okay, guess what? They all die. Nobody cares. You know, Ooh, like, maybe, spoiler. maybe she also makes him watch like all of her chick flick movies though. Not annoys him. Maybe. Like he's there agreed to, to watch the Notebook there. and all of those things, and he's like, "What the fuck? She won't do it." Notebook's a good movie. It is I think so too. Uh, all right, last one, and I stole this one from Twitter. It's from Peter Burns. Uh, what's the first sports-related executive order you would sign if you became president? First thing sports-related that you would do if you were president. So I responded to this on Twitter, so I'm going to steal one of mine. Um, no more defensive backs celebrating over a routine pass breakup or overthrow when you're losing. Like, I don't want to see you fucking, no way, you didn't get it when you're losing. Like, don't, like, stop <laughs> doing that shit. Like, stop. Stop. You're not... I don't even like it if you're up because some of the times... The, you didn't affect that play at all. It was right. just an overthrow, and you're acting like you did something special. Like Malcolm Butler picks off Russell Wilson. Do it. Big play. Do it. Like fourth and one, you break up a pass yeah. all day, man. It'd be like you getting walked in baseball and doing a bat flip. Like, <laughs> look at that shit I just did. Like, just like that. Nope. You stood in the batter's box, and you did absolutely nothing. Yep. So why are we celebrating? I it? hate it when people do that. So that's I, mine. I can't like being excited if it's like a third down, but like don't act like you caused those plays sometimes I'm mm -hmm. with mine would be universal dh in baseball oh. i loved it Ooh, last yeah. year i want it to be a thing i don't want to watch madison bumgarner hit i know everybody's like oh he can actually hit the ball he has like a 218 batting average is he gonna crush a home run every once in a while sure but give me a player that can actually hit the ball that's who i want playing and i, I want to see guys sign contracts based off of it too uh so that's mine executive order dh in baseball i love that one totally agree um i also responded to this on twitter and i said if your bowl is sponsored by a mayonnaise company then there should be a mayo bath not a water that's right? white then bath. i need a bowl of mayo it needs <laughs> we did it to with be cheese it's a mayo and french bath. fries i was so upset about that oh the fact that it wasn't mayonnaise <laughs> that is just amazing so the duke mayo the problem bowl, is what they they tweeted a picture of like the Gatorade thing with the mayo bowl on it, right? So we all got excited and thought, yes, they there's some mayonnaise it. in that Gatorade thing. Yeah, but if that mayonnaise is in that Gatorade thing for four hours, it's not coming out. Exactly. It's not pouring out. You're digging You got to water it down a little <laughs> right? bit. That's Maybe you just spoon it out and throw it out your coach. Ugh, I hate mayonnaise <laughs> so much. Uh, okay, so let us know in your Apple podcast review what your first sports executive order would be. Also, tweet it at us at Two Guys A Girl Pod. We are out of here for Mobile. The next time you hear from us, we will be in Memphis, Tennessee. The next time after that, we will be in Mobile, Alabama. If you will be down there for the Senior Bowl or maybe you live down there, we hope to see you out at Draft Picks Tap Room Tuesday and Wednesday night of Senior Bowl week, 7.30 p.m. until they kick us out, which is Just they've never done. Send Paige a DM if you have any oh, questions. Yes. You need the address. So <laughs> up with that. All those things. Damn it. Yep. Subscribe also on everything for us, please, and thank you. So Paige can jump through a table. All right, that's our show. Go Bills!